Вот. Hello. How you doing? A little bit of Iggy. Iggy Pop Christmas. I love it. Can't beat that. As I was playing that, I was telling you to look out the window because it's actually snowing. Oh. I'm like, oh, it's very uh, apropos. There we go. It worked. <laughs> Iggy summoned. The, right? The Christmas and... The, the white Christmas, even though it's after Christmas. It's after Christmas. We're in between holidays now. That That little bubble... Yep. You know, it's like that bubble between. I always felt that bubble between Christmas and New Year's was the weirdest bubbles. It's like this, ooh, am I happy? Yeah, am we I, don't know what to do right yeah, now. Yeah, we're going to do ourselves. You have some days off of work, yeah. maybe, and you could just sit around, maybe watch some movie. I don't, I don't know. Should I be working out? It's like the soup kitchen. You realize that after New Year's, it's all downhill. Right. <laughs> and even when you were, like, Three, if you as as far back as you can remember, at least I can remember, it was like, oh, what now? Yeah, now, now what? Now we gotta wait till it gets warm out. Yep. Like, and as a kid, you know, you had fun in the snow. I don't have fun in the snow. I mean, you can. I enjoy snow. You can a, a certain amount in, in in moderation. If I have those days off where I could just look at the snow, maybe even take a walk in it. Yeah. You know, do a snow angel, roll in the hay, roll in the snow. Roll in the snow. Write your name in the snow. Yeah. You know, like roll around with my girlfriend in it. And like, hey, let's do, let's do snow. Let's do, let's do snow fooling around. Hey, let me uh, throw a snowball into your face. <laughs> what was It'll that? be fun. <laughs> what was that? That was uh, Jim Carrey, <laughs> uh, uh, Dumb and Dumber. Was it? Yeah, when or was it Jeff Daniels when he just whipped Whips. the <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh Snow man. is fun. Yeah. And what 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 it, it was sixty. It was sixty. Almost I mean, I, I never saw it at sixty, I saw it at like fifty seven, fifty eight. I saw it at sixty two, sixty three, sixty four. Like what I was all over the guy. Yeah, you place. where you were at it, was it, it probably was, right? I was Ubering. Um, it was weird. It got warmer as I was into the city. And then when I went my way out into the burbs, got colder. Yeah, it was like 57, 58. But I don't know. The lake does weird things. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah, we, we, we uh, have ourselves a few movies that came out streaming and at the theaters that have been out. Don't look up. So, all right. Yeah, this this. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, wait, wait a segue into unrelated. Oh, Christmas! I know. Okay. Oh, it's all right. 
we'll, we'll work through this. <laughs> because we have to kind of get into how you spent your New Year's Eve, which is why we're going to talk about. Well, I'll let I'll let you, so that I don't violate any. Um, oh no, no, you're you're you're, you're any uh you're you're the host as well. No, no, but I don't want to violate any uh where the, the HIPAA regulations divulging other people's Personal, medical medical stuff like that. You know, I know. So I'm okay, a, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll let you. So talk about. I had Christmas. COVID on Christmas, on Christmas Eve. It was the most depressing thing that no it wasn't most depressing but it was probably a pretty depressing Christmas Eve Uh, so I it could have been a lot worse it could have been way worse I had no symptoms my you know family we all chose to shelter in place and uh, it was sad but also I understood we have to be safe we don't want this to get worse and have anybody, 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 whether I kn- uh, I know them or not, anybody to get sick and uh, or if not worse. So my Christmas Eve was here by myself, and it was curled up into a fetal position. So I thought that's what was going to happen, and it kind of happened at some points, but. I started the day, and then it was like I was feeling down because I tested the the day before, and um, I decided, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get ready. I'm going to get dressed as though I am going to go to a Christmas party, even though I'm not. I'm just going to get into that. That mental, that mental the, state. The though. mental state and do the whole rituals of getting ready to go. Right. And it was like, it made me feel great. I was like, I had the Christmas music going. I was getting ready, wearing the red sweater, the cables, knitted sweater with the green polo. And, you know, it just adds some extra deodorant after I showered. <laughs> Ran out of cologne, <laughs> folks, okay? But, um, yeah, I, you know, put on some loafers and some slacks, the whole thing. Um, did some curbside pickup from a nice restaurant that I wanted. I, I I felt bad, man. I felt bad going out to go get it. But but I mean, if you're in your car and it was curbside pickup, so you're not really yeah, so interacting with yeah, and wearing the mask and uh I also went to a liquor store and got wine and mead. I wore the mask. Don't don't admit that. They're gonna come arrest you. Would they? I don't know. They do in they do in uh, Australia. I felt I felt I, f- I felt awful. I was like I'm I'm gonna have this. This is my Christmas Eve alone. I'm just going in, beelined it for what I got, and came back. I had twelve claws, two bottles of mead, and two bottles of wine, and I was ready to roll. <laughs> yeah, that's that's just enough well, for Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. I oh. was preparing for both the days. Gotcha, but. gotcha. And, I mean, uh, that's just enough for Christmas Eve for me. <laughs> but it was somber, man. I, I watched It's a Wonderful Life. I sobbed to it. I, I ate the dinner, and I'm listening to 
Christmas jazz on Spotify, and it was like Mel Gibson in Signs when he's eating the dinner with the kids. <laughs> We're gonna have dinner. <laughs> it was like one of those. I'm like, yeah. oh man, you know, family and friends. It's that's that's what Christmas is about, right? You know, that's that's the real spirit of of Christmas. And 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 there, you know, and I was talking to people through and capitalism, but. and capitalism, and I was talking to people throughout the day. You know, I I I got to talking to a few people, and that was nice and. Just, just those little conversations was like, wow. Um, that's what it's about, you know. Like, yeah. and um, that's the magic and the gifts. It's yeah, the gifts great, dinner's great, but the people like that's 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 that kindred spirit. Yes. Oh man, the gathering. Yeah, and and. I feel like you feel that throughout around this time of the year, like November and December. It's just kind of like once Halloween hits, it's like there it is now. Yes. Up until January 1st, there it is. Halloween to January 1st is like the best. Best time. Yeah. And it's like, oh, wow. It's like you have one thing and then you're just anticipating the next, which is only a month away. And after the next. And then then you're anticipating the next thing, which is only another month away. You're in just this nice cushion of time where it's like oh yeah all right yeah. it might be getting a little chillier out but we got, you got things to look forward we to. got a lot of things to look forward and to. honestly maybe that's why they did that maybe maybe because they knew like the weather gets really cold so we need to help people out and yeah you know, yeah give you give you something to look forward give to because it's not just bleak and death out there it's just you know there's christmas right around the corner but then from like what january 1st till yeah, that's that's the tough part. You got to go to that stretch, like six week stretch. Because what's the next thing? I mean, you have Valentine's Day, but that's yeah. pos- potentially more depressing than any of the other. But there are anti Valentine's Day parties and concerts and shows, right. and Events, right. which I've been to and are awesome. They've been like a like a dance party or just a live event. I'm like, yeah, this is great. I'm not thinking about you know yeah. like me not being with someone, right? Which I haven't for what 11 12 years and now i am but it's like when i wasn't it was like oh it's not so bad it's yeah. like oh, okay I, mean, yeah, I don't i don't feel secluded but yeah <laughs> but that's the thing what groundhog day i mean that one is kind of just a light one yeah i mean that's not even a real holiday nobody no. pays attention to that you could you could watch groundhog just day watch the movie, the movie and you'll and be that, you'd be good that's it yeah um which i love i mean that's yeah favorite bill murray movie of mine Let's see. S- Scrooged? I mean, get, yeah, getting back into the holiday. Scrooge is definitely a Bill Murray favorite of mine as well. Cause I, yeah, that was... And I keep every year now, or past two or three years, I look for it on all the streaming services, and it's never on any of them. Fubo. I don't even know what the hell that I is. I got Fubo. You could use mine. You could, alleg- that? You could allegedly use mine. <laughs> all right. <laughs> But anyway, yeah. Well, that uh, one's for like live sports, um, network TV, and, that, and Scrooge apparently. And Scrooge is on one of those. I nice. think it's on AMC or something. It might be on AMC. Yes, or, I, I figured one of the TN. No, TNT's Christmas Story. Yeah, one of the movie studios would have uh, would have put it on their their streaming service, but whatever. yeah, whatever. It's one of my favorites, and I couldn't watch it this year. Well, what are some other Christmas movies? Come on. So my favorite. So I have a ritual every Christmas Eve. I watch "It's a Wonderful Life." It's it's, it's the best. 
Yeah. I, 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 it is I, the best. It is the best. <laughs> I love it. It's it's that's a personal favorite. Yeah. It, just gets, it gets me in that mood. I usually am like wrapping presents or doing stuff like while I'm while I'm watching. I think I got that from my mom because she used to do that too. Oh. So yeah, I think it's unintentionally passed that's, down. That's nice. Yeah. And it's just a fucking good feel good movie. Yeah. It's long, but it's a good feel. What is movie. it? Two forty-five, two two thirty. That's probably yeah, it's probably close to three hours. Three hours. Oh, I love it. I fucking love it. Yeah. But it, the way the the story goes, the way the story moves, it's um, it's like you have two parts of the movie. You have two parts yeah. when 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 he's younger, and then now. Yeah. And then and then that ending is when he never existed. That's like that kind of like capper, right? Because that's probably. That lasts like only thirty minutes, I think. It it seems like it's like the other parts right. last a lot longer. Right, right. Point. Whether they're they're kind of going through his life and explaining how he got to where he's at. Yeah, yeah. But then, yeah, once he's he makes his wish that he had never been born. Nineteen forty six, seventy fifth anniversary. Yeah, yeah, it is. I've never seen that. Yeah, Frank Capra, and it was a it was a dud when it came out. Oh wow. Which is interesting. I don't know. I don't understand why, but it's a classic now. Have you heard of like him being like a World War Two fighter pilot, Jimmy Stewart? Jimmy Stewart. Um, I, I I probably have heard that. To be honest with you, I just don't remember. So he was a fighter pilot, like a um, decorated fighter pilot. He he he. Yeah, I is this a war hero? I believe he did quit acting to join the war efforts. Yes. And um, he was in a lot of dog fights out in Europe. No shit. And um, he, there was, <laughs> being being in those battles in, in the skies during World War II, of course, lost a lot of friends. Yeah. And he blamed himself and uh, got a lot of PTSD from it. So uh, I read that that scene when he lost all hope and he's at Martini's bar. He's just sitting there, you know, and he's just uh, and, and it's the most captivating scene because you just you could hear it and feel his breath because the, the, the camera's like so close up by the bar. It's almost as though like you're not only a fly on the wall, you're like right there on him. Right. Like and he's just trembling like. God, if, if 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 there's any, if you could hear me at all, you know, and it's just, oh my God, that scene, and every year I I like I get teary eyed. It's just the weight of that scene, and it turns out he was drawing from his trauma and memories of what happened to him in World War II and losing all his losing all these friends of his. That were uh, just just mere years, or I don't even know. Yeah, like a years, year, like a year. one year, yeah, one year. So it's like fresh in his head, right? This, it's considered one of the greatest scenes of all time, and it was him really drawing into one of his memories, like method acting of drawing from this memory that struck him, and it's like wow, wow, just m- magical, but also also just sad too because yeah. it's so true but um there's so many scenes in that did you see that uh this did you ever see like uh 
uh, I saw this in social media. Someone was talking about the wife. The wife of it's a, it's a Wonderful Life, right? And that she was the true hero of this entire movie throughout start to finish. Once her character was introduced, and that uh, they just go through the scenes where you see they compare, of course, Jimmy Stewart's character George Bailey, and then her character. I forget her name. What was her name? I'm that's what I'm, I'm looking up right now. Oh, I, I know it, and I it's on the tip of my tongue. Mary? Was it Mary? It was Mary, right? Mary! Oh, yeah. The, oh, the, char- the character name is what you're asking. Oh, yeah, yeah I, was, I was looking for the actress's okay. name. But, um, and I was actually, this year, I actually, and I've seen it before, but when she, she pretty much nullified his wish when she threw the rock. Like, he wished for all these things, and then she threw the rock and didn't say what she wished for. Right. And then Buffalo Bill, won't you come out tonight? Won't you come out tonight? Yeah. And um, there was just a few scenes through there where she's just orchestrating the magic and the beauty, and where even in the end, where uh, his uncle comes in, look at what Mary did. She just yeah. called around town, and it, you know, like right. She pulled the family. She pulled everything, everybody together. Everybody together. She pulled the whole community together. Yeah. And even though there were people from New York City and overseas and World War, everyone came home. And right. She was she was the hero, and not not to take anything away of George Bailey, of course. George Bailey was obviously. I know, mean, he was a weak willed person. He he was ready to <laughs> fucking give up. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kidding, <laughs> sort of. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, she's the one that. So it's interesting, like the juxtaposition where like she actually got out of out of town. She actually was able to go out and go to college and do all these things and ended up coming back. She was. Yeah, she was able to do that and then ended up coming back. And whereas he wanted to do all these things, to go to college and leave, you know, and then but he was never able to. But she and she just knew. Yeah. She just knew. She's like, no, this is the magic right here. Right. You and me here. It, oh, wow, I didn't even. I mean, re- I didn't even realize that. Yeah, I. That's something I just kind of thought about right now. Oh, bull! <laughs> Come on, really? I, I've been hatching my thesis on it's a wonderful <laughs> life for years now. Um, but no, like you, you can tell like when they're even kids when, when she's sitting in the the candy shop. Yeah, and right. she whispers in his yeah. in his deaf ear like, yeah. "I'm gonna marry you one day." Like yeah. she, she knew from a young age that this is George Bailey's. What she wanted. Yeah. So, yeah. It was the right guy for her. Yeah. Buffalo Bill, won't you come out tonight? Um, her, and the actress's name is Donna Reed. Donna Reed. Which I, Beautiful. I, I knew. Yeah, absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah, that, 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 that movie is definitely tops. Uh, I'm glad we took that little segment there, at least going into a little bit more depth of that, right. that movie, because it is, it is wonderful. If you don't like it, burn it out. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Well, I mean, we, we got a whole bunch of, you know, this year, uh, Gremlins. I, I always loved Gremlins as, like, one of your unofficial Christmas movies. Right. So there's there's a handful of, like, the unofficial ones. That right. I, I don't know if I agree with all of them. You brought up Ski School. But that was after, <laughs> that's, that's, that was after I brought up Better Off Dead. Yeah, I was just kind of, like, throwing that out there as, like, a joke. <laughs> Which, you know what? It could, it could pass. It there's, could pass. I mean, it's, it takes place during Christmas time. Or, or there's whatever. snow out. Or there's you know, snow on the ground, I guess. Like, you could very well do Empire Strikes Back. Right. Well, 
Ice Planet of Hoth, baby. Yeah, but there's no like mention of the word Christmas <laughs> once, <laughs> or any presents or Christmas trees or. Okay, okay, we got an, uh, there was an abominable snowman in it. I mean, come on, Christmas Yeti. He had a intergalactic Christmas Yeti. <laughs> You so know. yeah, I don't know what like constitutes like what what do you, what's the, what are the requirements to make this a Christmas movie? Okay, just that the fact that Christmas plays a part yeah. in it okay. at any point. Yeah. All right, yeah. So it's so that one was a loose one. That yeah. one's that's as loose as you can get. Beyond that, though, yeah, Christmas needs to play somewhat of a part. So like in Die Hard, they're at a Christmas party. Yeah, yeah. This is Christmas time. These Christmas time. Christmas party. Corporate Christmas party. They're all celebrating. When shit goes down. Yeah. Uh, lethal Weapon, Christmas yeah. time. Again, so I don't remember I don't remember Lethal Weapon that well. I haven't seen so, it in a long time. So Die Hard 1 and 2 both take place at Christmas. So when 2 came out, it was also Christmas time. Was it? Yeah. Yes, it was. Huh. So that they got the 2 on there. Lethal Weapon, only the first one. After that, the, the first one, it wasn't Christmas anymore. Uh, Ice Harvest, that was at Harold Ramis's. I, I don't even remember what the hell that movie was about. Some kind of crime movie. Action. Guns. It's with what's-his-name, right? Uh, um, ben Affleck? Not wait, ben Affleck. Oh. No, 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 no. John Cusack. John Cusack. I'm Jesus like, Christ. Two completely I different I actors. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Close enough, though, I guess. <laughs> ack, ack. You know, yeah. at the end. Yeah, yeah, right. Better Off Dead. Well, speaking of John Cusack. Better, Better off, off Dead. Christmas and New Year's take place. In that time frame. In that time frame. And speaking of Christmas and New Year's taking place, Trading Places with Eddie Murphy and Dan Aykroyd. Right. Jamie Lee Curtis. I've heard that one mentioned before because there's some dressing up as a Santa at some point, right? Yeah, yeah. He dresses up like Santa. Yeah. So there, that can be, I guess, considered Christmas movie. Jim Belushi's in it when they're on the train to New York. Yeah. The New, the New, Year's, the New Year's train. See, I don't know. I, I, think, I think we need to refine our... Our definitions of a Christmas movie. Al Franken was in it. He was like one of the, like the guys that worked on the train. <laughs> okay, come on. Like I, I, I just feel like it needs to. Christmas needs to play a part. A major part. I ma- like Gremlins, uh, and, and Die Hard, and Lethal Weapon. They played right. a major. They played part. a major part. Yeah. You can almost call Christmas a character in those movies. Okay. Better off dead. Christmas was a character. It was. You don't remember he, again. I, I haven't seen it in a while, so maybe my memory's failing me. There was Wait, one it part. Is, but you remember Booger, the, the character that played Booger. Yeah, yeah. So he was his best friend in this movie in Better Off Dead, and, and they're up on the snow, the snow tops of Cal- California, right. wherever it is. He's like, "You know what this is? This is hundred percent real snow." But again, like, does Christmas play a part? So that's on Christmas Day. He's like, come on, man. It's Christmas. We should be at home having eggnog and watching old movies. Da-da-da-da-da. I, I totally, yeah. like, totally butchered that. But yeah, I don't know, man. From watching that movie, it did play a big part in it. Like, there was a whole thing of, like, the gift exchange in, in the different families. Okay. And there was one part where John Cusack's mom and dad dressed up like reindeer, and then the dad didn't have the reindeer outfit. He had, a, like, an elk or some sort of other outfit, but it was, like, <laughs> just this stupid 
full body outfit going over the head, like a hooded thing with the antlers and, you know. The <laughs> oh, man. So that's one of your favorites. Then. It, it, it. Uh, your Christmas, would you put it on a Christmas list of movies? Yes. Watch? Rocky Four. Rocky Four. What? It takes place at Christmas. They fight on okay, Christmas Day. I get it, but does Christmas take like a? Is it a character? Is it? Yes. All right. I maybe. I gotta watch these with you, and I gotta point it out to you. I, I, I mean, definitely. We we will we will measure like the screen time of Christmas in all these movies and see. I bet you. Like so, for instance, like one of my favorites is A Christmas Vacation. National Lampoon's. Christmas vacation. Oh, and that's the entire a, fucking movie is Christmas, without a doubt. And even Scrooge, like with, they're they're yes. talking about the spirit of Christmas, with, and they're without a doubt. Those yeah. are tops. These these are but these are like the, there's for, no doubt about it that those are Christmas. Those movies. are Christmas movies. I'll watch them like in the middle of the night as opposed to you know mid evening prime time <laughs> with Christmas Vacation or Elf, right? Or, you know Elf. That's another one. You know Fred Claus. Yes. Those are big ones. Santa Claus the movie. Do you remember this one? That's with uh, Tim Allen, or no? No, that's the Santa Claus. Oh. That's also oh, great. Sorry, that's also great. Uh, What's the one you're Santa Claus about? the movie? That was a Richard Donner film. He was the the director of Goonies, Goonies, and the super all the Supermans. Right. Uh, he might have done Popeye the movie. I'm not sure. I don't remember. I don't know either. But. Um, Santa Claus the movie had the same kind of special effects as Superman. So, you know, like the whole sleigh and the reindeer. That's a real thing. But <laughs> <laughs> what we were we were six years old when that came out. So it was, it was Christmas eighty five. Okay. And dude. I don't remember that movie at all. Oh, it was on HBO. It was the awesomest thing. What the hell's it about? Santa Claus. That's just it. That's Dudley Moore is the head elf. John Lithgow is like the evil, greedy, uh, power-hungry, money-hungry businessman, business CEO of a toy company, huh. toy corporation, and he's like his character's introduced in court because these defective toys were like killing people. Or no, what? they were hurt. They were hospitalizing children. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, but but the movie it's it's lighthearted, so like. You know, he makes a joke in court. He's like, well, you can't win them all. <laughs> you know, like some stupid line like that. But right. he has a nice suit, nice dark suit, three-piece suit, and yeah. fur coat, and a limo, and the whole thing, a mansion. And He's obviously the antagonist of this movie. And Santa Claus is you the know, hero. The hero. Well, there's a, there's, there's a few heroes through the movie. I, I mean, I don't want to give the goddamn thing away, but... I love spoiler them. alert for a movie that's 30 <laughs> years old, 40, 35, almost, yeah, 35 years 36, old. 36. Yeah. But, um, <clears throat> that one's a good one. I, 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 that's when I really believed in Santa Claus <laughs> so much that I wet the bed on Christmas morning that year. Wow. Yeah. My brother woke me up. He used to always wake up before me. So my oldest brother, he would kind of sleep in a little bit more than us. He was, Five years older than me. Mike was only a year older than me. We shared the same bedroom. He'd always get up like half hour before me, hour before me, already looking at everything. Shaking boxes. Yeah, yeah. And just he'll come up, wake me up then after he's done all his thing. And <laughs> right. I'm like, how does he get up? Because he goes to sleep right away. Me, I'm up. I was always up. You know, I had a 
problem just falling asleep. Right. You're always too excited to sleep. And I was so excited this year, I wet the goddamn bed. I was like, shoot. Right when he woke me up, I knew it. I'm like, shoot. Santa's going to smell me. <laughs> so, I, you know, I'm, I'm too, like, anxiety stricken and, and just like, it's Christmas. And I went down with my brother, and nobody's up yet. And I'm like, oh, man, I got to change. I got to change before my parents get up. And so we're looking at everything, and I'm just like, Mike, because we weren't allowed we weren't allowed to go down into the living room. That was a rule until everyone was ready. Then we go down there. Oh, really? Yeah. So what, did you have to like wait in the hallway or like so gather? You, you remember how like Ron's house and Don's house were set up, like the kitchen to like the a, s- a split level? Yeah. So our dining room had that kind of thing where you could look down. Gotcha. Into the, the living room. It was um, right. You had a couple, like a couple steps that went down, right? It wasn't. Just say that was Tinley. So that was Tinley. But oh, you're talking about right. Bridgeview. Yeah. So Bridgeview's house. Uh, see, like, there were houses that looked like that in Orland Hills, and not in not in Tinley though. The they were like because this our house was built in '77. <laughs> they were nicer in in Tinley. Well, they were just n- there was a lot of newer houses, yeah. and then Bremontown had their style of houses, which were also in Bridgeview, but that wasn't the style house we had. Like in Bremen town, but I noticed like in Orland Hills there was like that split level house that we had, seventy seven. It was like a seventy seven home, and just like you had like the railings that you could see through. And so we were looking through there, and then I'm like, I'm, I'm ready to just rush up and throw these clothes off and get into get them into the hamper, and right? <laughs> throw new clothes on. Oh man, Th- that was the same year the Bears. Won the Super Bowl like that was their season. Maybe maybe your urinating in the bed was good luck. <laughs> you should try it this year. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Didn't work. Yeah. Yeah. It's too bad. Yeah. So okay, then you got Charlie Brown Christmas. You watched that this year, didn't I you? I did. I, I rewatched it after not seeing it for a long time, and I was uh, unimpressed. Let's call it that. I just don't understand. <laughs> I mean, I get it. These these th- this movie's fucking old. It's like well, those 60s. Were, yeah, 60s, 60s, 60s something. Yeah. So those were real kids, right? The voiceovers, from what I understand. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's why it seemed so <laughs> awkward. But yeah, it was. You know, Charlie Brown's depressed, and they ask him to be the director of a. Christmas play? <laughs> they ask him. Ask <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's how it goes, though. Us artists are real depressed. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and then it's just it was just weird. I don't know. It was just weird. I didn't get any like Christmas spirit from the movie. <laughs> it was just a, a strange. <laughs> Not even from Snoopy and Woodstock. No. The closest thing came was when the Christmas you know, tree. They yeah they tell Charlie Brown to go out and get a good Christmas tree. And he comes back with this sad little twig. <laughs> And they're they're all sitting there saying, "Oh, we knew you couldn't do that. You, you knew you couldn't do a good job, Charlie Brown. You suck. Yeah. You know, go to hell." Oh man! But then they end up dressing it up and making it a good Christmas tree. But that was it. That was. Do like, you believe you're kind of like Charlie Brown, Jeff? Maybe. <laughs> maybe. I think I think that I think all of us <laughs> feel that way. I think we all kind of yeah. feel that Charlie Brown. You know, I got, I got the. It's like. A Rundown Christmas tree. Yeah. Well, I mean, he had hopes for it, so it wasn't his yeah. fault. He was like, "Oh, yeah. we could do something with this." 
Yeah. But yeah. then everyone else was like, oh, that sucks, Charlie Brown. You <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> the ornament just pulls yeah, it, just it down. pulls it down. <laughs> and the thing I didn't like was, like, there's this whole thing about capitalism in that, too, where they're talking about, like, uh, Snoopy enters the decorate your house contests or whatever you know to see who wins and he won first place but it wasn't like about christmas spirit it was about this other shit all right a little bit of competition but then they 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 go ahead and they steal all of his decorations that he worked hard on to make the to make the christmas tree i'm like you fucking asshole who's the hero right snoopy snoopy's the hero my brother frank always giving giving into capitalism and My brother Frank always loved peanuts, and I, and he I, he had uh, an affinity to, to, to Snoopy. Snoopy. Yeah, I mean, I feel like most people did. He was kind of like the cute dog that didn't really say anything. And he was he just was but wi- he was kind of a dick sometimes. He too. was kind of a dick. He was kind of wild, but he was kind of wise too. Mm. He gave he gave peppermint peppermint patty what she deserved. <laughs> he what peppermint patty? Do you remember peppermint patty? Yeah. The, or was it no? Or was it Lucy? Didn't he? He was in love with Lucy. Snoopy was? Snoopy. I thought Snoopy was also in love with Lucy. Didn't he give her a kiss? <laughs> I, I mean, I think he was just a, a, he was a hound dog, you know. They just Every, loved, just to, loved to kiss on the ladies. Oh, yeah. Who can blame him? Amen. <laughs> Christmas Story. I didn't get to see it this year. I didn't see it this year either. I saw it's it. Usually one, it's usually one on my list that I will watch every year, and this year, for whatever reason, I, I didn't catch I it. It's a heavy year been a heavy couple of years i saw a photograph of my parents picture on social media um and it's on the background i'm like they're eating dinner and they're having champurado which is the mexican uh hot, hot chocolate yes yeah. and with the lard and whatever and so like um they have that they have the whole spread of roast and i see in the background on the, the tv on the tv christmas story oh they got the christmas story yeah. on of course it's great this is great but um, my dad had like an ugly Christmas sweater. It was great. I, I it wasn't ugly though. Yeah, like, as I'm saying, at, at the time, was it meant to be like not ugly? I don't think it was. Uh, like it's just, I'm saying ugly Christmas sweater because it's just that's that's what I feel like. What you call those like any kind of Christmas sweater? Ugly Christmas sweater. I mean, that's not true though. His was nice. There are nice Christmas sweaters. He had a nice Christmas sweater. All right. That one was a nice. It was like a gray with with with. Uh, Christmas trees, a little bit of ornaments on it, stars, and then you had a little bit of garland around it. Okay, it was it was it was a nice. So I feel like nowadays that would be considered an ugly Christmas sweater, because no one would wear that or buy that seriously, as like a, I'm I like this the design on this shirt. Yeah. I'm gonna or the sweatshirt sweater. I'm gonna so buy that, it. So it got so the now tag. It's, yeah. it's got the tag. Right. But uh, I think people looking back on all those Christmas sweaters like oh. Those are so ugly. Now that's a thing. Yeah. That now they're ugly Christmas sweaters and everyone goes out and buys them now. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so um, Christmas Story, yeah, I didn't get to get to see that at all this year. And um, I got, I haven't gotten to see Elf or Fred Claus, but. I watched Elf because my girlfriend's in it. Don't tell her. Zoe. Zoe. Baby, it's cold outside. Like, I, I, I listened to her band. Have you ever listened to her band? What's it, what, what? She, she and Him. Oh, and what, is that the band? It's That's just, the band. It's it's called She and Him. Yeah, but 
I mean, is it just her and some It's her guy? and, f- f- uh, yeah, another guy, something Ward. can't remember his first name. Okay. How is it? I, I, th- I feel like I'm biased. Cause you love it. Because I, I love her. And she's my girlfriend. So I love it. So I, I <laughs> you know, it's, I just, I don't know. I, it's not that good, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> I want to like it. I really do. <coughs> and sh- there, there are a couple of songs that are like, oh yeah, I, I could I could listen to this once a year. But for the most part, it's not not that good. You hate it. I'm, I'm, I'm sad. It saddens me. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, L, go watch it. I like that one. And James Con does a fucking amazing job oh, in that. He's hilarious. He's so good. <laughs> um, and Fred Claus, watch that too. Uh, speaking of Fred Claus. Uh, uh, the pop-up bar Frosties. I've heard so much about it. Pop-up so, bar? Yeah. In Chicago. In Chicago. I, they've been doing it four years now. I've never heard of it. Well, now you have. Now I have. <laughs> um, me and my girlfriend went, and I have to say, it was not what I expected. Underwhelming. It was so... That was an understatement. Oh, wow. But no, it was it was fun. We had fun. We what, had what, fun. What makes it a Frosties pop-up? I, so what I thought in my own head from all the chatter I heard from riders coming into my car going to drop Two. them off or pick them up, they're like, oh, it's, it's cool, it's cute, it's great. Oh, there was a sleigh, da, 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 da. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. And I'm, I'm envisioning in my head like Walt Disney World. Yeah. I'm envisioning like Epcot Center, like animatronics, you know. This I'm, intricately decorated yeah. bar of just and then frosty. With my, yeah, and with these highly trained mixologists and a <laughs> jazz band in a corner that's yeah. just playing with a stand-up bass and some crooner that, you know, it's like, oh, no, that's Michael Boublier. <laughs> and John Legend. <laughs> yeah. They're doing a duet right, right. now. <laughs> and they're there 24 hours a day. <laughs> Never stop. Never sleep. There's Celine Dion over there and Lauren Hill doing a duet over there. <laughs> you know, I, I just had this whole thing in my head, and I was hugely disappointed. And we made the best of it. We had fun. Like, it was highly decorated and well lit up. And they had, like, these ornament seats in these picture spots where naughty list and you know there was right. like a nut, huge nutcracker and a, a nice big uh highly ornamented christmas tree that you could just these photo spots so remind me th- this is after the the old uh anim- the claymation movie of so, frosty no so frosty's was the name of the bar in fred claus oh that's why i don't know what the hell you're talking about so in fred claus when he's in the north pole that's the 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 North Pole local pub is called Frosty's, uh, where all the elves drink their eggnog. Yeah, they could have picked a better fucking movie to make a pop up bar after. <laughs> no offense to I Fred liked, Claus. I was in Fred Claus. I might have only been an extra, but I was in it. Okay? You and like ten other people I know. Oh, and Pete. <laughs> Pete was uh, one of one of the uh, camera people. There. Yeah, I, I I think Chad was also an extra, or somebody else was. Maybe it was his brother that was an okay. extra in it. So. All right, so be proud of us all. Absolutely, I'm I'm all for <laughs> it. Doesn't mean you have to like the movie. I I didn't. I didn't that was Vince Vaughn, right? And he was, and he did it all Chicago up. I okay. loved, I love that. Okay, I, I I'll have to give it a rewatch. Because in my head, I'm actually thinking of the Tim Claus movie, or the Tim. I'm sorry, Tim Allen. Oh, the, Santa the, Claus. The, 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 that that was great. Which I, I'm not a, a fan of either. Fan of either. I like. Well, just Tim Allen is just kind of. 
doesn't do anything for me. My uh, growing up with my dad being a handyman, I um, watched that show with my parents. Uh, home improvement. Home improvement. And it was. I just. I found it funny. I found him funny, and so like, I didn't really watch the Santa Clauses that religiously like I did Christmas Vacation, right? Or Christmas Story, or It's a Wonderful Life. Like, <coughs> it just. It was. I and when I I have, I've seen it. I've probably seen it like, twice, but it was like yeah, it's 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 good. It's not those right but it's good you know it's good enough to make three of them <laughs> but I mean, it, yeah it just means it made money like, like they they just continued the the one story like i'm glad they didn't do it's a wonderful life even more <laughs> like you know like or oh well, they did do another christmas story and it wasn't good i'd prefer i'd prefer the classics yeah but maybe not, i don't know yeah maybe do a a Christmas vacation one, you know, like a, oh, a second one. No, no, like I'm talking like a pop up, like oh, turn a uh, Christmas vacation into a pop up. Oh, where you just turn his house, yeah, like his Christmas you go into party his house. house, and you go into his house. Yeah, I like that. Like there, or maybe Uncle Eddie's uh, Uncle Eddie's uh, RV, RV, like that, like that. That's that's a part of it, right? Like that's the bar, maybe. I don't know. Like you could create a little bit of a world. Yeah, where the the sewage, the the drain, yeah, the shitters full, like <laughs> Shitter, yeah. So many good things you could do with that. Like by the bathrooms, that's where Cousin yep. Eddie is pumping the shit. Yeah, you have just a, a guy in a robe standing there with a, oh, a tube. Live, live entertainment right there. Yeah. Oh, you take I your like, picture with Cousin Eddie. Yeah. Pumping shit into bathrooms. There's so many things you can do. You, there's a lot of things you could the do. The SWAT team. You got to. I don't know. Maybe where, where did they go? Was it the water tower? Or was it? It was probably Marshall Fields downtown. Oh, good to go shopping. Yeah, they yeah, were because yeah. they were on State Street, so it might it might have been Marshall Fields. Yeah, before it became Macy's. Cause yeah, I don't remember where they, where exactly they went. Cause, but yeah, because the pictures that was like when they were showing, eh, hey, hey, there's Santa Claus, Santa Claus. That was like all State Street south of Lake Lake, right by uh, the Chicago Theater and. ABC News and right, you're just going. It, it's showing all those, and then the original Walgreens, which it was still at that spot. What is that? Adams or or uh, Adams or Jackson and State. Anyways, anyway, so uh, the Chris Kindle Market. That was. Uh, my girlfriend tells me about this. I've never been. I've been to the one in Wrigley Field. Sadly, I've never been either, and I have a lot of friends who just, who go there every year. There's a line. There's just, it's because there's just a line down the block. Is that what it is? Around the corner, down oh. the other block. So it's like this thing where it's cold out. It just and, got too popular. And, got you're, and you're going in this line that's the size of a line in Great America or... For and for theme what? Park at the at its peak to go. So she said that there's like it's mainly supposed to be German, and then you got Scandinavian, right? Kind of that thing, right? And so you got all these little trinkets and little treats and little souvenirs that you could buy throughout each shop that is not only from there but around the world. So you're going through this 
So now they've expanded it to They've expanded it throughout games. the years. Okay. And they also have a live German band called, I believe, an Oompa band? Allegedly. Allegedly an Oompa band that plays, <laughs> I guess, Chris Kindle music? I don't know Yeah, how it really goes. We'll have to, we'll have to go and report back because <laughs> I'm interested. I just don't like the idea of her standing st- in this line. Her strategy, her strategy is she picks one of the coldest days to go with her sister. And they usually go together. And that's the day where the lines aren't really as long. Yeah, because nobody wants to go out. It's 10 below. They do. <laughs> they bundle up. They get the glog. The glog. I was going to say, that, so that's what I hear about when I hear about Chris Kindle. Yeah. The, whatever that thing is. Chris <laughs> Kindle Mart. Whatever he is. Whatever, whatever, whatever. Saint Nick. Thing. <laughs> is, the, is the alcohol. Father the, Christmas. The, the warm ciders oh. and the glugs. And oh, the, oh, 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 I yeah. love that. I love that. We went and saw Louis C.K. Um, Ooh. I'm just kidding. Sorry. I, I, I like the guy. I, I think it's funny as far as a comedian goes, but the stuff that he did. Yeah, we don't, we, don't, we don't have to get into that. I don't know. I, I, I try my best to separate the art from the artist. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm not going to say. A, I'm he's not, a piece of shit from yeah. what I understand. Yeah, so. I don't. I, I definitely don't agree with it. But um, so we went and saw him at the Vic. He was hilarious, clever, and we went to go, uh, me and my girlfriend, we went to go to Simon's Tavern in Andersonville. First had some tacos. We had the Namoka Heteada at Waladahara. Watch your mouth. Waladahara. 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 And Lawrence and Clark, it's the Mocha Heteada <laughs> shrimp, steak, Chicken, chorizo, cactus, and onion shallots with just like these hunks of cheese inside of it. Stack of tortillas, little bowl of beans. Bowl of beans. And the rest is history, man. And oh, yeah. Two avocados cut on top of this fucking cauldron of goodness. I prefer my avocados just whole. That's where they were, they were like sliced, but they were like. Just a solid <laughs> avocado. You did a little. <laughs> <laughs> you got all animalistic get, and primal there. Excited about it. <laughs> I, I'll eat avocados like apples. Dude, they're good for you. Supposedly, they they, they clear up your cholesterol. Is that what they do? I because they're high in fat, but it's supposedly like good fat, good quote fat. unquote, whatever. Mm. You got the broccoli. I just love avocados. Yeah, that's good stuff. I'm I'm a hipster. Yeah. Put it on toast. And Make so avocado toast. So. After Waladahara, the Mocajeteada, which on Lawrence and Clark, people, if you want to go get this cauldron of goodness, it's at Lawrence and Clark, 24-7, it's open. So uh, just north of there, Andersonville, we went to Simon's Tavern, and all year round, they serve the Glock. It's a Swedish bar. Uh, the place has been around 90 years or so, and they got a Glock. They serve all year round, so it was de- it's December. And we were like, oh, yeah, they got. I mean, that's 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 what you drink when it's cold out. And we went there and I wasn't even really thinking. I was thinking, oh, let's go to like a neighborhood dive that I know of. That's cool. Sometimes they have live music. It turns out even on their jukebox, they have like Nordic and uh, Nordic Christmas songs. Really? Yeah. And then even jazzy Christmas songs. I was like, oh, this is cool. And then rocking Christmas songs. I'm like, 
I don't know if they rotate their jukebox. They but have to. They have to because it was like the like at the CD jukebox. I'm like, dude, they got so many cool th- like James Brown Christmas. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm and guessing that's that gets taken out like after January first. Yeah. So it was fun. It was fun to choose some things. We chose probably half dozen songs and then had a couple glogs and then. Oh man, it was so stumbled good. your way out. Stumbled, <laughs> our, and then the guy warned us. He's like, "You don't want to have like three or four of these." He's like, "I saw a guy that drank like four of these and then just fell on his face after leaving here." But you served him. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> come on. <laughs> I mean, he could have been lightweight too. You yeah, know? right. We give you this cookie, like a butter cookie, like, and then I, or maybe it's a ginger cookie. Like, oh, you make a wish and drink it. You know, if it breaks into three, your wish will come true. And what, what happens if it doesn't break into three? Like, bad luck for the rest of your fucking life? Or? Nordic gods of war that come, gods of death, <laughs> tear your flesh apart. Your village will be uh, pillaged. <laughs> that's, that's all. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, New Year's plans? I mean, I mean we're in a we're in a really re- strange uh right time right now. I thought I was really hoping everything would be kind of died down by now we can go out and like actually celebrate, but now the way they're talking it's just uh I don't know. More doom and gloom yeah. Yeah. and safety. So yeah, you got to worry about safety. So I might just play it. We were I mean, we were thinking a month ago to go to Kingston Mines, but I don't know. I, me personally, I'm not going out to any like public yeah. bars. If if I know there's a, there's a couple of friends that are having gatherings in their home with small groups of people, so I'm like, uh, maybe I'll, maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll have something. Yeah, you should you should have something. Put it out there, everyone. <laughs> everyone, you're invited. Yeah, come on out to Dan's. All eight of you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'd I'd rather keep it like small like that, just more comfortable and yeah, right. Either right. that or I'll just stay home and drink by myself until I don't remember anything. And yeah, yeah, I'll wake up in twenty twenty two and be like, all right, here eight we go again. Yeah, eight to twelve people is like perfect. Yeah. Um, it's like every one of our listeners. Every one of our <laughs> listeners. Just meet me at my place here in Logan Square above Lardone Charcuterie. Don't tell them where you fucking live. They're going to stalk you. <laughs> oh, God, all eight of them. That they already, <laughs> they're going to be right. standing out in the sidewalk. They're like, who's stalking who? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we, oh, we didn't even get through some of the shows that are coming out, too. You know, like we... The Book of Boba comes out tonight. Boba Fett died. <laughs> Come on. Just kidding. I don't know. From what you knew of the first trilogy, yes. That's what you're supposed to believe. Right. So when I rewatched Return of the Jedi recently, somewhat yeah. recently, he is killed by accident when somebody bumps into his jetpack <laughs> and he that flies into the machine. Death. Yeah, that was and, a bad the, He flies into the... Who was it? Was that was that Han Solo? I think it was Han. Yeah, on a backswing. Yeah, like, uh, he was turning around and hit, accidentally hit his jetpack, and he flew off, hit the boat, I, or, and then fell into the Sarlacc pit. And then I really wish. He died. Yeah, I really wish. Uh, George Lucas would have rethought that because I thought that 
Well, it's one of those Darth Maul things where, like, you have this character who ends up selling really fucking well, and so they have to try, try to find ways to, like... Make a mysterious Bring thing. him back, or... Yeah. Oh, he didn't really die. Yeah. Although, Darth Maul, you couldn't really fake that. He was cut in half, and... Oh, sorry. Spoiler alert. But the thing is, he's not like us. He's a humanoid, but... He's a clone. Or he was the original clone or something like that, right? Do all... Do all... I mean, his his species, if you cut him in half, does he necessarily die? Are you talking about... Which one are you talking about? You're talking about... Phantom Menace. Darth Maul? Yeah. I mean, I assume if you cut in half and drop down a fucking large... Where the hell it was? Like, endless tunnel. Endless tunnel that I assume just empties out into space? I don't know. I could be wrong. But still, I, I assumed he was dead. Because... Yeah. He's not like a fucking lizard that just grows back his body parts. I, because I don't think there are any characters like that in Star, Star Wars. Wars. Yeah, that would really bring it up another notch, huh? But yeah, like, he he was such a sellable character. Like they really should yeah. not have fucking killed him. I mean, that was the thing <coughs> that you watched whenever there was like a preview that came on at the TV during that time was Darth, Darth Maul. Maul. Yeah, like holy crap, this is Darth Maul, and of course. Obi Wan, like you, there's you and McGregor as Obi Wan. I remember that. Yeah. Like, I didn't really know too much about Liam Neeson's character until we watched it. But like, as you saw the previews, it was Obi Wan, it was Darth Maul, and then of course young Anakin. Yeah, like that was what it was going to rotate around, which it did. Yeah, but I have to agree with you on that. The the. So that I mean that, that so they, that's, made, they made a huge error. Yeah. They made a huge mistake with but that. But that's kind of how I, my, I feel about Boba Fett is that, oh, they realized that his toy was selling so well, or that his character was could be delved into a little more and made let's, popular. Let's figure out. Let's how figure to, out how to how to revive him and make say him he survive. Didn't die in yeah. the Sarlacc Sar, Sarlacc pit, whatever the fuck you call it. I'm going back to he s- died. Come yeah. on. Going back to Star Wars here with our uh, little Empire Strikes Back Christmas movie and right? the Book of Boba. And then Cobra Kai. Yeah, we, sh- we probably shouldn't yeah, stop talking about Star Wars because <laughs> I'm so... <laughs> Cobra Kai. Didn't that come out this week too? Or is that coming out? Not that I'm aware of. And then Get Back. That's been out for... Yeah, the Beatles. Since Thanksgiving weekend. Still only seen one and a half episodes. We could watch the rest. Yeah. Um, you either just give me your password. I'll, I'll do it at home. And so, <laughs> but so I want to talk about. Did, did we go? We did. We, we did. We, did we even delve into "Don't Look Up"? No. You you redirected us. You re you redirected us. I redirected. <laughs> okay. Anyway, we were, when we were talking about COVID, we were talk talk about the movie "Don't Look Up," which just came out. <laughs> That's where <laughs> that okay. was. That was the flow that it was supposed to happen. But and then we, we were playing it loosey goosey here. Yeah, we played a little bit. Yeah. We're, we're we're doing our best, folks. Yeah. No, we're not. No, we're not. <laughs> so, anyways, don't look up. Don't look up. So, if you haven't seen it, watch it. It's really good. Leonardo DiCaprio, Kate Blanchett, a handful of other really Jennifer Lawrence, Jennifer Lawrence, Jonah Hill. Yes, a handful of other people. Really good actors. Tyler Perry. Well, I don't. I'm surprised they didn't call it Tyler Perry's Don't Look Up because every movie <laughs> he's in is like he owns it. <laughs> Oh, he owns this movie? No, I don't know. <laughs> but Adam McKay wrote it. Yeah. Or directed it or whatever. I, I believe both. Yeah. But I think it was the Tyler Perry thing is like his movies are always t- 
Tyler Perry's mama's house. Tyler Perry's blah blah blah. Like he, he has a huge. What is it? Doesn't he have a huge film studio in yeah, Atlanta? Some ridiculous thing like and that. And so Common's gonna have a an even bigger one out here. So we have North America's folks. Chicago has North America's largest film studio. It's a sprawl, sprawling film studio. Cinespace. Cinespace. And so they're going to build an even bigger film studio here in Chicago on uh, South Shore in this old steel yard. And Common, the rapper, is a part of an investment group by, uh, that's going to buy this. And it's uh, going to be Regal Fil- Film Studios. That's the, you know, the buyer is uh, Regal. After the, like, the movie th- theaters? I don't think so. I think it's some sort of other okay. company. I'm, I'm, I, I, I don't know. Gotcha. And, um, yeah, that, that's going to be North America's new largest film studio. So we're going to have two, two of North America's largest film studios, the top two, here in Chicago. Nice. Starting in 2022. So there should be plenty of fucking work for all you extras and actors, actors and, and, and thespians and comedians and improvisers. And and no, no need to bring sexuality to this. I mean, <laughs> sorry, bad joke. Um, but back to Don't Look Up. Okay. Because that was that was that was the initial. It's thing. related to COVID, at least that's my interpretation of it. It's like a, absolutely, <laughs> right? absolutely. Like I wasn't just. Uh, it's it's a bit on the nose for me. Like there's really no subtlety. No doubt. Because ultimately, it's about an asteroid yeah. that is discovered that's coming towards Earth, and these two scientists find it and they try to tell everybody, "Hey, this asteroid's coming to Earth and it's going to fucking kill everybody." We should prepare. We should prepare, and it's like. Nobody believes them, or it's it's spun and politicized and done all this other stuff, and so it's 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 yeah it's it's Here, COVID. It, they're yeah. talking about fucking COVID people, yeah. and you're, how you should trust your fucking scientists. Don't necessarily trust your government. Don't trust people who are fucking stupid, who don't know what the hell they're talking about. Trust the scientists that have had done studying and. True researching, which yeah. true researching, and again, it was, like they brought up like peer review, like the peer review. Like so the, the 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 thing that scientists go through to to test their theories, like that's what they're testing them yeah. with other. So other professionals are testing them too, right? In that field, like they're actually trying to prove them wrong. That's what the peers are. They're not just people that are just coming off the street with their <laughs> own opinion, <laughs> right? They're people. With degrees, college degrees within that specific field, yeah. and this is what they do professionally now. This is what they get paid to do. This is what they spent so many years studying to look yeah, at anyway. to look at all these different studies, all these different scientific experiments. Collect data. Collect data. Analyze reco- the data. Analyze the data. Record it. Have it published. In order to have it published, they have all their peers, other people in their specific field that test out what they're trying to do and see if it's false or if it's positive. That's what research is, folks. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> the scientific method. Not a meme. Part of the scientific method. Not social media. Not what you heard your friends say. Not on the, fo- the, the news. Not what you heard what your coworkers said right. or what you heard your relatives say. This is peer-reviewed <laughs> research. Yeah. You can Google it if you'd like. Google so, Scholar might be better. Yeah. So anyway, it's a liberal <laughs> piece of shit. <laughs> um, but I, I enjoyed it. 
it was like I said, it was a little bit on the nose for me, but the the performances were were really good. Yeah, it was funny, man. Dude, there was like all these moments. I was talking to my buddy about this. Cause, so Adam McKay, the guy that wrote and directed this, is from Second City, from Improv Olympic. He was the one that created the Armando Diaz experience. This guy was pivotal in what Chicago improv became. He was he was a student of Del Close, who was Del Close is like the godfather the God, yeah. of long form improvisation. And um he studied under him. Uh he did the Armando Diaz experience. He was a part of the improv group, the family. The family were the ones that created the improv form, the living room. They would my buddy my buddy Brian, Brian Jack, uh is uh, on the touring company at Second City and he was also part of the reckoning uh at uh, IO uh and Boom Chicago out in Amsterdam. Uh, I think two years in uh, the early 2000s. Um, he was was talking to me about it, and th- uh, he they innovated uh, what what was the living room. So this this form that was done at Improv Olympic, take a couch, put it on the stage off to the, the this couch off to the side, put it on the middle of the stage. They all start talking. They all start talking about day, their day, and it's almost like they're in a living room just chatting. Whatever conversations strike to where someone has an idea, they start doing a scene. Boom. They do a form, go right back into the living room. And it's just, he was one of the innovators of that. And then what was their Improv Olympics prize showcase, I thought, was where it was like everybody from Improv Olympic would get together on a Monday night and they do the Armando Diaz experience, which is, you know, you do a monologue and then you do a few scenes, then you do another monologue you do some more scenes and then the monologue and then you go through a, like a, a run a tag run where everything's coming together all the, all those scenes that you did are all kind of mending into one another okay so he he innovated this he, yes what did he absolutely absolutely and he was and now, and now he's directing these big these big comedies liberal bullshit movies <laughs> <laughs> well he did Step Brothers. He did stuff. He did a lot of good stuff. Okay. Yeah, he was a part of a lot of uh, a lot of great work throughout the years. Um, He did the Vice uh, with Richard Dreyfuss as the as uh, Dick Cheney, um, the the Vice President. Richard Dreyfuss, I believe so. That was Richard Dreyfuss that that played him. Yeah, the Vice. Yes, absolutely. Maybe I'm thinking of something else. Yeah. Yeah. What's the one where, where Batman played Dick Cheney? Uh, Christian Bale. Oh, Christian Bale did it too? Did D- he? Uh, that was uh, like a recent one, I thought. Really? Within the last like four or five years. Oh, wow. I didn't even know this one. I didn't know this one. I mean, yeah, I'm kind of... I'm pretty sure. He did Anchorman. Adam McKay did Anchorman. And the other guys... Like, you know. I recently rewatched the other guys with some friends, and yeah. oh, you didn't like it? No, that's uh, not for me. <coughs> yeah, he's he's uh, the goods, the big short. Yeah, he he's been in. Uh, I didn't realize yet he was that well uh, seasoned. Seasoned, yeah, yeah, yeah. He he's been in quite a 
Tim and Eric's Billion Dollar Movie. He did that one. Oh, that is great. Yeah, so in 2018, Christian Bale played Dick Cheney in the movie Vice. So what are you talking about? Adam McKay did The Boys. Oh, so that... I thought Richard Dreyfuss was in that one. (laughs) Maybe he just looked like Richard Dreyfuss? Oh, you're right. You're totally right. I was going to say, you you threw me off on that one. I'm like, wait a minute. That was in W. Um, where Richard Dreyfuss. Oh, I got you. Yeah. Never mind. I'm sorry, folks. I'm I'm sadly mistaken. Just this liberal fucking misinformation bullshit. Oh, yeah, I know. But I corrected myself, and I apologized, and it was within 10 minutes that that happened. (laughs) (laughs) So, folks, I hope you were still listening. Land of the Lost with Will Ferrell, that was a good one, too. So he obviously likes Will Ferrell. They got a connection there. I mean, yeah. Wes, Wes Anderson, with uh, he's got his crew of people like yeah. Luke Wilson, Blue, uh, Bill Murray. And um, and he's got a, such a large. A large. Uh, Bruce Willis. Y- yeah, you got some people. You got some people in that. Yeah. What's, what's Kate the Kate Blanchett. Yes, yes. Jason Schwartzman. Jason Schwartzman. Who's the fellow with the big nose? What's Adrian Brody? Adrian Brody. I love him. I yeah. love him so much. So many good actors. Yeah, yeah. The Wilson brothers, actually, both of them. Both. Yeah, and they they were there from the beginning. Yeah, and then they got Ben Stiller in on uh, the Royal Tenenbaums. That to me was like their kind of pinnacle one. I loved Life Aquatic though. Yeah, and I loved Rushmore, but it seemed to me that Royal Tenenbaums was kind of like. The most popular one, maybe. Maybe, yeah. I mean, I was honestly, that's, I think, the one I most enjoy. Yeah. It's the most rewatched for me. There's so many different, so like, many strong to, yeah. characters to, you know, you yeah. just draws you in. Yeah, I just, it's, it's a, I, I enjoy the story and the characters, and it's just strange and quirky, but <laughs> yeah. fun. I, I just love those split screens that he does where you, you, you're kind of cutting a building in half and then you can see inside the building yeah. what's going on yep. i love how he does that um it's just, it's and adam mckay though like things that i love that he did and don't look up back to don't don't look up um there was these close-ups that would happen of the reactions of people so in particular there was <laughs> like you could see like even on the talk show like they're just having close-ups on all the reactions of everyone that's on the camera. Right. Especially Jennifer Lawrence's character and Leonardo DiCaprio's character. Also the hosts of the show, too. Right. And it was just so funny how you were even seeing their just disinterest in yep. what they are saying to them. They, like, they they have a specific job that they're trying to do, and, and that's all they're focused on. And they that's all they're going to do. Don't necessarily care about the information that the, the, the guests are yeah. are telling them. <laughs> I love the black sack over their heads, but those those, <laughs> those reactions and how they they sped up what happened next was funny. Like when they were in that car, like they were in the police car, right? With or with, the, with the hood over their head, yeah. <laughs> but there was a part in specifically where Leonardo DiCaprio goes back to his wife. Let's and, wait. Let's make sure there's no spoilers. Oh, we gotta. Shit. Okay. If there's spoilers, spoiler. just say spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. To let everybody know if you if thank if, you, Jeff. If we're gonna say something that's right. gonna ruin it, stop fucking listening. Yeah. yeah. A little bit and then. 
Check so back. This is a spoiler. Uh, spoiler. If you haven't seen, don't look up. This is a spoiler alert for this movie. Uh, so don't listen, folks. Starting now. <laughs> starting now. For the next probably 30 seconds. So uh, he goes to his wife's. To, to get back together with her because right. the world's going to end. What you know, the meteor's going to hit. So let's get a bunch of groceries. Yeah, he's buy, us, buy some nice salmon. Yeah, it's nice. Little, little potatoes. What are those little potatoes <laughs> yeah, called? Little potatoes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that yeah. that little scene with her. Um, so she, they're at the door, and she's like, "Okay, you could come." You know, yeah. And you know, his sons are there. His hey, sons Dad. are there, and and so they're all going to have their Jennifer Lawrence, and then their other uh, colleague, their scientist yep. colleague. Yep is there too and her boyfriend jennifer lawrence's boy so which she, was a strange it was a strange stra- yeah that one was strange addition chalamet yeah. i can't remember his first name yeah, but something right, chalamet. right right he was in dune i didn't understand that character yeah. addition to the story but maybe it's to introduce the evangelical uh character or thought yeah. i don't know because he's, yeah. he's, he's one he's one that gives the prayer at the dinner or the you know I mean? well right because he's he's evangel- yeah correct yeah. correct but so they're going inside. She's saying, yes, you could come in. And then Leonardo DiCaprio's character is giving her like flowers and, you know, I got you flowers. And they, they hugged and kissed and, or, you know, whatever happened right there. Yeah. And then she goes, I had sex with your oh. best friend in college. No, so, it was some. She said some, somebody, somebody's name. Somebody's like, name. I, I slept with so-and-so in college. Yeah. And he's just like. And so they have the close-up like, on his reaction, <laughs> yeah. where he's it's just like, kind of just, yeah, kind of, kind of just okay. nodding his head like, okay, nothing I can say about that. Nothing I can the say shit about it, but you did. Yeah. <laughs> There's a little bit of confusion, probably some slight jealousy too, and yep. some a little bit of you know, just betrayal. Just process, yeah, processing the, the information, just, just like processing just, it. it was, like, yep, it was so priceless because you, there was only what two three seconds of that shot <laughs> and he did those throughout the movie those shots yes. of like those close-up of the of reaction peop- oh, yeah people processing the information whatever they're being told yeah, whatever or they're, they're reacting told. to a situation and, it, and i was talking to my buddy about this brian and uh he highlights an important element of acting which is the reaction not yeah. just what the information that's being told so when a person is, is saying, isn't that the whole thing? Like acting is reacting. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> and it's just like, even when the person's saying it, you kind of have the camera still cheated and closed up on the person that is getting this information. Right. <laughs> it is so priceless. These awkward reactions. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, if you came back, everybody, we're we're done talking about spoilers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait. No, we're not. Yeah, we are. Okay. 007. I uh, I just saw that. Uh, no time to die. I I haven't heard anything about it. To be honest with you, it's really strange because usually you'll hear something or people will talk about it, but I have heard it's nothing. Uh, the way they wrote the script is obviously. Wait! Don't don't spoil don't spoil it. Spoiler. No no, you can't give it because I haven't seen it. And I don't want you to spoil it for me. God. So no spoiler alerts. <laughs> no spoilers. Okay, go watch it, <laughs> folks. I guess that's that's how we're gonna end this one. But um, if you haven't seen 007, go watch it, and then we could all talk about it. But we're still gonna stay spoiler alert. Yeah. Until next time, folks. Uh, I'm Dan. I'm Jeff. 
Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everybody. Be safe out there. And this is Night on the Town. Be careful. Respect one another. Be safe. Don't die. Be here for next year.